0: Good evening, everybody. I hope you had a great week and welcome back to Econ Recaps. If you're new to the channel, we make daily, no-fluff recaps, keeping you up to date on the market. If that sounds way easier than reading countless articles, hit the subscribe
1: below so you don't miss out. And now, let's get into the recap. The S&P 500 closed the day up nine hundredths of a percent to a price of $4,133.52. The best-performing sector today was consumer discretionary, which closed the trading day up one and a tenth percent. Most of this increase can be attributed to investors bidding up the price of Amazon stock three point zero three percent ahead of the company's earnings next Thursday. The materials sector had a much rougher go of it today, down eighty-eight hundredths of a percent in trading. Big names in mining like Freeport-McMoRan and Albemarle were down significantly at the close. Mining company Freeport was down 4.1% after reporting a much worse than expected first quarter and warning that talent shortages and protests in Peru would continue to hurt their earnings for the rest of the year. Albemarle closed the day down 10% after the Chilean government's idea to nationalize lithium production was proposed last night. Albemarle does about a third of its mining in Chile.
0: Looking at other economic news... Lyft's stock price jumped 6.1% today, as they announced a 1,400-employee layoff, which is approximately 30% of their workforce. Due to the tech industry downturn, Google has decided to pause the construction of their 80-acre San Jose campus. The 7 million-square-foot office was approved way back in 2021, and they have already broken ground on the project, making this a costly time to stop construction. BlackRock's stock fell 2% today as CEO Larry Fink sold 7% of his shares. This is his largest sale since Valentine's Day 2020, approximately one month before the COVID 19 sell off.
1: Wells Fargo analysts updated their macro ratings for equities early this morning. U.S. large cap has been downgraded from most favorable to favorable. U.S. mid cap was also downgraded, this time from favorable to neutral. Equities in developed nations excluding the U.S. were upgraded to neutral from unfavorable. Federal Reserve Board of Governors member Lisa Cook spoke about the current economic situation at Georgetown today. She mentioned that while wage growth and hiring have slowed, employment is still much too high to sufficiently decrease inflation. That being said, it's natural that she believes it will be a long and unpleasant ride to get down to 2%. Moving to our top five events of the week. On Tuesday, Southwest
0: plummeted 4.5% before recovering slightly, as the company announced it will have to ground all flights due to data connection issues resulting from a firewall failure. This caused all operational data to be unexpectedly lost, and while most of it was recovered, this glitch delayed more than 2,000 planes. Also on Tuesday, Fox Corporation settled their Dominion defamation suit, resulting in them paying $787 million to the voting machine manufacturer. Recent revelations imply that the reason Fox settled was due to an incriminating secret recording of Rudy Giuliani by ex-Tucker Carlson producer, Abby Grossberg. Disney and Meta plan to lay off roughly seven and 10,000 employees respectively,
1: as both companies look to cut costs in the face of a possible economic downturn. A big win for regional banks came this week as Western Alliance posted a better than expected earnings and notched a $2 billion increase in deposits. Western Alliance's stock is up 30% on the week. Taiwan announced that they will buy 400 American anti-ship missiles in preparation for a war against China. Coincidentally, Warren Buffett's latest 13F, which is a quarterly filing showing what investments Berkshire Hathaway is currently holding showed that they had sold 86% of their $4.1 billion stake in Taiwan Semiconductors. Now, going into earnings for the day, Procter & Gamble reported a strong third quarter,
0: with quarterly revenues of $20.1 billion, beating estimates of 19.3. Earnings per share also came in higher than expected at $1.37, 5 cents above estimates. Investors bid the stock up 3.4% by the close
1: for listening to Econ Recaps and tune in Sunday where we will go over the weekend news and tell you what to look forward to next week. A quick reminder, if you enjoy our content, feel free to check out some of our latest videos to stay up to date and I hope you have a great night. Cheers.